0: Hello, I'm Tim Harris. This is Julie Harris and this is Real Estate Coaching Radio.
1: That's right. So make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you won't miss any future episodes. Thanks again for popping by. Hit that like button and don't forget to leave your comments and questions so we can get right back with you. We
0: will. Thank you for continuing to make our podcast, Real Estate Coaching Radio, the number one listened to podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. And let us know what you think about this video. Leave your comments below. Thank you. Three, two, one, and we are back, and we have a really fun topic for today, and it's fun because it is not our normal jib-jab.
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) It is absolutely not.
1: And we're learning this right along with you guys. We're going to try and lead the way and help you really utilize one of these new AI tools.
0: Now, artificial intelligence is something everyone's been talking about forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone's been fearful of it, or at least people wanting you to be fearful of it have been fearful of it. And we've always been intrigued by artificial intelligence because, frankly, we're lazy.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's what it gets down to. And
0: we like the idea that artificial intelligence can basically make it so that um, we can essentially focus more on what we like to do and more on uh, and less on the things that, frankly, we could delegate If provided we had something we trusted that we could actually delegate to. Sure. And I'm going to give you a really good example. We're about to share with you 25 points on how ChatGPT will help the real estate industry or what effect it will have, good or bad. And every single one of these points was written by ChatGPT. So all the points we're about to share with you, a couple of them we had to go in there and massage, but for the most part we agreed with all of them. Uh, And we're going to explain to you how it works and really how easy it is for you to use. All of these next 25 points were artificial intelligence created uh, content. We did not create it. Now, when we go through these points, I want you to think about. We're going to use it. Uh, read the results exactly the way ChatGPT outputted the results to us. Now, here's how it works. We put into ChatGPT um, a description of what we wanted to do: 25 points on how ChatGPT is going to affect the real estate industry. We didn't put bias in there as effect positive or effect negative. We just wanted to know what ChatGPT. Um, you know, our future rulers, what they, (laughs) what it would tell us was going to happen with the real estate industry. Oh, and I should say on an aside, I also did another uh, test on this and I was asking chat GPT what effect that uh, AI chat and chat GPT would have on realtors. In other words, will there be any time in the future that the AI anticipates agents won't be relevant? And the answer was the it was absolutely not. It is actually anticipating. And what it was saying was that real estate agents will be able to spend more time having high-quality interactions with their clients and, frankly, in doing lead generation in less time doing the busy work of real estate. So it seems to me that our future rulers yes. actually don't have it out for us.
1: They have our backs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So the first point that Chat GPT told us about the future of agents and how uh, artificial intelligence chat will a positive effect in this case will have on the industry. Julie, can you read it? Reads it down. Yes.
1: Point number one is that ChatGPT can provide realtors with virtual assistance by answering frequently asked questions about properties, neighborhoods, and the buying and selling process. Now
0: here's what this how this is going to work. Chat GPT, if I remember correctly, is owned by a company. is developed by a company. Uh, called Open AI. Open source software is just like it sounds. It's software that any uh, app developer can get their hands on to create an over uh, an overriding app. So in other words, like some of you guys know, maybe what WordPress is, and what you if you're if you go to Google and you put in. WordPress, real estate, websites, uh, luxury homes, you're going to see all of these themes that are going to be spit out from people around the world who've developed really beautiful looking websites that will, we're using open source software code from uh, WordPress. Now you don't need to know a single word of what I just said other than this. They made it open source. It's not proprietary. And think about Apple, for example. Apple software was proprietary, not open source. That's the reason that you always have to go back to Apple every time you want to, you know, it's an Apple, uh, an app created using um, Apple's, um, uh, what's it called? Operating system, all the rest of it. But that isn't what ChatGPT is doing. They created software or they created a platform that's going to allow millions and millions of entrepreneurs to create apps or software that's going to run using the chat GPT as its foundational um, architecture. Hopefully that conceptually makes sense. The first rung of software that's going to be developed, and we researched this as much as we could, are going, it's going to focus on customer service. So your customer service experience now, like on our website, you can go there and you can have a, a, a chat. in the first few chats, like two or three responses are the are essentially ai not very sophisticated frankly and then it flips it over to our customer service or our sales team depending on what questions you have you've all had experiences like that what and it's kind of obvious i think and you know you've again you've had experiences now what if it was indistinguishable what if you're having a conversation with somebody uh virtually now textually now i'm about to you know blow your minds on another idea But textually, you're exchanging, having this back and forth, and you cannot tell it's not a human. (laughs) You cannot tell that it's not another human that's interacting with you. Having conversations that maybe are occasionally a little off topic, But you can design and people will design. You you hear people talking about the amazing customer service at Zappos because when you called in to order shoes, the people that were there were not penalized for having conversations about the weather, the dogs, football scores. And so people became very – I think uh, it became a community, really. Sure, attached. Well, you could maybe design a customer service chat GPTP-based program that's going to have that similar experience. So when someone's doing business with you, they're going to be able to have that same experience. That takes everything to the next level. Uh, prediction number two, which is this one.
1: Yes, number two. Chat GTP can assist in lead generation. Ooh, you guys like hearing that, don't you? I do, don't you? Absolutely. Can assist in lead generation by responding to online inquiries and qualifying potential buyers and sellers. That's very exciting.
0: Now, that here's the reason this is really exciting. Because most of you aren't very good at pre-qualifying your leads most of you are winging it most of you ask a few cursory information or questions and you toss them into a CRM
1: or and, you miss the lead entirely or you take too long to follow up on it
0: right now what if all of a sudden uh, you had uh, AI working for you that acted as your best lead qual or you know pre-qualifier uh, lead screener ever? And did it immediately. And did it immediately, right? It's actually maybe Chat GPT is going to use Harris rules as the foundation for how to you know create. Well, it's because one of our rules is furiously fast lead follow up. Mm -hmm. How long do you take to get to a lead? How long? And when you get to that lead, are you actually pre qualifying them? A buyer shows up in your life. Are you actually asking questions to determine whether they're also a seller? Well, you can have your chat app do that for you. Think about that for a second. If you had a software program that was actually doing the pre-qualifying at a high level. Now I'm going to tell you what's really exciting. Actually, I'm going to hold off what's really exciting <laughs> until we get to the end. So point number three.
1: Okay. Next point is ChatGPT can help realtors create personalized and automated email and text message campaigns to stay in touch with clients.
0: Now that's what Chat said would be one of the one of the ways that Chat will be or AI will be able to use to help agents. Um, and that makes sense. But you guys, if you use uh, Grammarly, yes, Grammarly is AI. And Grammarly is not just doing the grammatical and things like that, uh, you know, corrections. It's also learning how you're writing. It's learning how you're writing and everyone else's writing. And it is, uh, you you could, if you write in a particular, very professional and stern style, it will recognize that and it'll help you to cater your writing so that it feeds off like that versus say super friendly. Well, chat GPT is going to be able to do the same thing, but here's the difference. It's going to be able to do the writing for you. Again, I was putting in, I was experimenting, Julie and I, Julie mostly, we do a ton of writing. Like, you know, Julie probably, she writes for what? National Association of Realtors.
1: Inman. Housing Wire and all of their different assets that, you know, migrate. And, of course, all of our podcast stuff and different things.
0: Tons. And you spend how many hours realistically a week writing?
1: I don't know. Probably... Depending on what it is, ten to twenty. Okay, probably.
0: so so you've just started experimenting with ChatGPT. Yeah, and we it's are already
1: learning me and making my writing better.
0: And we are sampling with different articles that we're going to be writing for, say, Housing Wire, with the concepts that you've already had approved by the editor Tracy, mm-hmm. uh, or you know we know that she's going to want. Uh, and we've been putting those concepts in there. So here would be an example, guys. Go to ChatGPT and put in write ten points. On, for example, real estate lead generation in a seller's market um, on a rainy Wednesday—you know, something <laughs> like that. I mean, you guys could make it as you know precise or as kind of you know weird as possible. The art and the science, by the way, is knowing how to request uh, what to put into the the um, you know the the window saying what you want. What to on,
1: give it to work with, basically. right?
0: That's the art and the science, and the better you get at that, the better it's going to be. So here's another one. So let's say, for example, write five points on um, why it's important to have your home priced correctly in this market in the style of Tim and Julie Harris and the Buddha, you <laughs> know, whatever, right? And then it's going to take, it's going to search, it, it, The uh, I believe the data collection ended in uh, 2021, I believe. But it's going to go and do all the data sources that it could get access to. It's going to read everything that we've ever written, everything that the Buddha's ever written. It's actually going to churn out content that is taking. That, those two writing styles and producing original content. None of the content that ChatGPT is churning out for you unless you're asking for specific information from, say, for example, Yelp. If you're saying, what are the top five Yelp reviews on this particular restaurant? It's then going to tell you what the actual reviews are. It's not just going to do a rehash or re-engineering what the reviews are. That is probably copyrighted. Who knows? But it's going to produce for you original content. There are people right now that are using AI to write screenplays, to write books, to write original music. You guys have heard of AI creating original art, of which some is it is absolutely mm-hmm. gorgeous. I wanted to show Zoe what different forms of code looked like, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, um, you and I learned to code when we were in kids, and I don't even remember what form of code she it was. She can
1: take it after school starting now. Well, yeah. right, but you know what I'm yeah. saying. So yes. I showed
0: her all yeah. the different forms of code. She wanted to know what code her some of her video games, or she was sort of interested in understanding how things work. And so I asked chat GPT to show me a sample of the code that roadblocks is written on. Mm-hmm. And it spit out like five or six lines of which looks like a bunch of gobbledygook. But then she started, and then I showed her. So this little phrase here, this line of code might cause this to happen. And I could see her little brain starting mm-hmm. to put together the ideas of how it works. Well, chat GPT, if you are wanting to write code, say, for example, you're making a website, and let's say you want the website to have this particular functionality, um, you can actually go to ChatGPT and you can ask it to produce the code for you. This is if you're a coder that would provide that functionality. Or if you're a coder, you can upload or drop your code into ChatGPT and have it check it check your codes for any errors. Um, Julie and I were playing with the idea of writing a new Harris Rules book. Well, that's a hell of a big effort. It's going to take two years for us to do it. But what if we were instead of actually laboriously going through the entire process, for every chapter that we come up with, take the ideas from the the overarching themes from those particular chapters, and then we were to uh, tell Chat GPT what we wanted the chapters to be on, and then tell Chat GPT to say, for example, write us three paragraphs using that are based on these particular keywords. And Tim and Julie Harris's writing style because it would have consumed Harris Rules and all of our content we have put on the internet over the past twenty five well, years.
1: It, it theoretically could learn, let's say, our top ten podcasts and turn yes. them into ten chapters, for example.
0: Yeah, I'm waiting to get to the, the uh, yeah. sort of the audio version of uh, AI yep. in a second, but let's get to the next prediction.
1: Okay, so for example, you kind of were talking about this. ChatGPT can be integrated into real estate websites to provide instant answers to user queries and improve their experience on the website. You were talking about like a customer service type of thing.
0: Well, we use Zendesk now. Mm-hmm. So if an agent has in premier coaching has a question, they can go to Zendesk. We call it 24 hours coaching on demand, right? Mm-hmm. And we've had it there for, I don't know, 5 or 6 years and so people can go agents can go there and they can put in questions to whatever issue that they're having and chances are it's ever are already answered. Yes. That's an okay interface. Mm-hmm. The interface that this is going to provide and I promise you guys the second it's available we're going to do it is you're going to be able to go there and you're going to be able to have a real live interaction with a AI coach who is going to use all the content, the thousands and thousands of hours of content we've produced, that you know really probably millions of hours of podcasting and other things we've done over the years. It's going to take all of that. And when you have a question, how do I get a price reduction? Or what is this? What is this? What is the other thing? You're going to be able to have a live back and forth coaching session Exactly as if, well, probably ninety-eight percent, as if you were having direct interaction with head coach Julie Harris,
1: and instantly too, by the way.
0: And that means your, if for your, you know, more practical sense, in your real estate website, same thing. Now, we left yesterday's podcast suggesting that all of you do start getting in the habit of creating short YouTube videos, uh, creating content yourselves. Why? More than ever now. It, it's because chat and all these other forms of AI are going to pull from the internet the virtual you so you can create essentially an AI assistant. So so what you're saying is the
1: more it has to pull from, the more authentic, the more accurate to you it will become. So somebody that only has maybe zero to three videos out there that's going to be kind of a, a limited intelligence that it can pull from versus if you put 30 or 300 out there.
0: It's going to it's- be obvious that it's AI. Yes. It's going to be written very gene- uh, generically and sterily, versus if it does have, like Julie just said, it can go out and watch and listen to your YouTube videos and it knows how you speak and all of that. I actually, I'm going to go ahead and talk about that now. And here's the other thing that's starting to form, and this is going to blow your mind. It certainly does us. There is. There already are in development – are you ready for it, listeners? AI that's going to be able to create an indistinguishable version of you talking.
1: An avatar, basically.
0: An avatar. Now, oh my gosh, right? We have been replaced. No, we have been enhanced. Go to Google right now and search for um, – here's your keywords. Uh, Steve Jobs, Joe Rogan, podcast interview AI. And you're going to hear Joe Rogan interviewing Steve uh, Jobs – and you're going to hear a back and forth that lasts like over an hour of them having this conversation that is 100% created by AI. Joe never interviewed Steve ever. It they it completely and totally manufactured from uh, information that it found on the, the internet. So it found Joe's voice interviewing a billion different people. It found Steve's jobs interviews uh, voice being interviewed by a different pe- billion different people and speaking about a billion different topics. And it's taking all of that and it's understanding what the question is it's understanding what type of answer it should produce it's understanding what the tonality and the
1: voice should be and it, reproducing their voices authentically exactly right? but but why was that so indistinguishable in that case is because joe rogan has an endless supply of past podcasts he has a lot of content to pull from and steve jobs was interviewed many different times and also wrote a lot and you know there's a lot of you know, breadcrumbs that I, I can follow to assemble something that's super uh, authentic. I mean, I listened to that, especially Joe's voice. I couldn't tell the difference.
0: I couldn't it tell the difference like how... either. One. What really surprised me wasn't just that you couldn't tell the difference. What really surprised me is that you, the, the speaking, um, the style, this, what's the word? Um, the, it, the rap, the, the, the cadence, the, the cadence, the tonality thank you. And, and the tonality. Like was indistinguishable. Yes. It wasn't just, hello, this is Joe Rogan and I'm interviewing It didn't Steve. sound like a computer. It was unbelievable. There was a guy, Julie and I were sitting outside and we were listening to it and there was a guy one table over that was listening in. And I'm sure he didn't know it was AI that we were uh, <laughs> listening to. Yeah. But this is really, the, this is what's going to happen. Now, you, we led or ended yesterday's show uh, by saying you should be creating YouTube short videos, this is the real reason why. Because when you create a YouTube short video, not only is it two minutes of content, and again, we teach you how to do this in premier Coaching, But that's designed, obviously, to, you know, provide information and generate a lead for you. But whether you know it or not, YouTube transcribes every word that's on that, um, you know, that video. You can do that for every video. You can just hit this one, for example. You can go and hit transcribe, and it's going to show you a, I would say, very good transcription of everything that's said on every video on YouTube. Chat uh, GPT or you know whatever you know AI chat's going to be out there combing for that information is going to find your content and it's now you're not just going to have a textual back and forth with customers you're going to have a real voice to voice conversation now here's what I was thinking mm-hmm. what if it's the seller's virtual self AI based self, having a search uh, conversation with your, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not funny. And if
1: it's really good, how are you going to know?
0: I mean, we're talking about how to basically uh, professionalize being lazy as a real estate professional or in our case, <laughs> enable real, your AI, Yeah, enable yeah. your AI. But what if sellers and buyers start deciding the same thing? You know what? I don't want to interview agents. I'm going to send my AI out to choose the best well, one. I know. Well,
1: I mean, this is the new frontier, isn't it? But it is. But of just of our first few points here from a real estate professional standpoint, what I'm thinking of is things like, you know, agents are tempted and some of them do hire virtual assistants, like actual human virtual assistants. Some of these things, like this next point, ChatGPT, can be used to generate automated reports on property listings, market trends, other data that can help agents make informed decisions, help your buyers and sellers make informed decisions. That was
0: point five, right. Yes,
1: and, and so... How much of that are you as a real estate professional not doing simply because you don't have the time or the impetus to get to it? This is essentially an assistant on many different ways. I was thinking when you and I started looking at this from an agent standpoint, what about using this to write a really kick-ass home brochure description? Oh, yeah. So you can type in what you normally would do, which has become kind of meaningless and vanilla open an airy floor plan. You know, <laughs> like everybody says that it doesn't mean anything anymore. But if you give it enough keywords about your subject property, I guarantee you, it's going to write a beautiful home brochure description or an MLS description. There's so many different ways you can use this, just simply as an efficiency tool.
0: Well, an efficiency tool, right now that you guys are trying to u- you're delegating to live humans, which you cannot control the results from it. I mean, or you're not
1: doing it at all because you don't want to deal with it.
0: A lot of teams are just elaborate adult daycares at the end yes. of the day, and so what you're going to see is a lot of the functionality that's usually you know, assigned to a buyer's agent, let's say, or somebody that's, whose sole job is to be a lead pre-qualifier, they're not going to be anywhere near as efficient as ChatGPT. If you have you know, 10 buyer's agents, you know as well as I do, good days, bad days, sometimes they follow up with people, sometimes they don't. Okay, so I'm going to hire someone that's going to intake all their leads. Well, that person's going to be busy. They're going to have good days and bad days, so I'm going to hire more of them. Same thing, same thing. That's the reason ultimately real estate teams have a very hard time scaling because you're always, it's difficult to, if not impossible, to scale a personal services business, not with chat. So, the vision that we have for future real estate teams is you're going to see agents act as basically conductors. Imagine um, a conductor that's conducting an orchestra, and sometimes he's focused on the flutes, sometimes he's focused on the just different instruments, woodwinds, and all that. Um, so that's what the future of a business owner is going to be. Most likely, utilizing chat as the you know players in the orchestra.
1: Yeah, that's very well put. And I and I think probably AI would be able to uh, take all of those different things, put that into an easy to read dashboard, and and. Allow you to see what's happening easily.
0: Now, ultimately, what does that lead you doing? You're going to have to then be able to generate the lead to get the lead to be inside your, you your, your, uh, what would it be? Where, uh, an orchestra hall, right? So you have the opportunity to have that person be one of your customers. But we already told you guys: there's no doubt that indistinguishable text, textual exchanges with AI is going to happen this year, 100 for sure. It's already happening. That's going to essentially supplement or replace, in a lot of cases, a lot of the high-touch initial conversations and in customer service. Then you're going to have, maybe this year, you're going to have the ability to have real voice-to-voice conversations using your AI. But again, the AI is going to have to have, the more content it has to pull from, the more powerful mm-hmm. your AI version of yourself is going to be. The next what we believe is going to happen, and again, we're definitely watching out for this, is you're going to see, yes, you guessed it. People have been calling it deep fakes. I've seen some videos <laughs> that are indistinguishable. Yeah. Videos that are using you as a virtual version of you with your AI, your AI video, your AI voice saying something that the AI wrote. You have completely created an actual honest to God version of yourself that could start doing a lot of the you know initial selling. That means you can be presenting to, say, for example, you want to go and talk to you know 10 different sellers today. And you can have you delivering uh, you know, your high-level coaching – you learned from our coaching program – sales presentations to 10, 20, 100 different sellers simultaneously. The only way this is going to work for you at a high level is if you do have a deep well of content for the chat to be able to pull from to create this virtual version of you. This is the reason that in our opinion – uh, artificial intelligence used in this way will eviscerate everything that's been the most form, a uh, common form of search that we've been, you know, all used to, which is Google. Google, when you do a search, it's going to then send you up a bunch of links. And then you have to click on whichever link it forever is, them. right, and then you go to that website, and then you have to hope that whatever website it was that it sent you to has that content that you want. Maybe it maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. That is what how chat works. What chat works is it actually does it for you completely. There's no clicking around and hoping and praying, It actually outputs the actual content. Or in the case of we how we think it's going to have the most positive effect in the real estate industry, it is going to make the most important initial conversations that have to be done at a high level to get you the most results, done consistently at high uh, levels so you can get results, which will finally allow real estate teams to truly scale.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. There's so many points here, so tell me me where you want me to go. But the next one is that ChatGPT can help realtors with scheduling property viewings and keeping track of appointments, a scheduling assistant that's efficient. How about that? ChatGPT can provide realtors with virtual personal assistant that can help with tasks like making phone calls, sending emails, and I have to scan down and managing their calendar. So
0: that was point number. We need to remember to do the point. seven or six and seven. Now these were all points. No, that was that seven and eight. It's it's all jumbled. Seven
1: goes with that. Eight goes with that. Okay, it's confusing. Yeah,
0: it is. So we this is these are all points that Chat turned out for us. Chat GPT turned out for us. We're reading you the exact points that it's telling. Uh, Julie's reading the exact uh, output from the chat AI, and then we're obviously, um, you know, embellishing a little bit too on the points.
1: That's right. So number eight is what I just alluded to. ChatGPT can assist agents in preparing property listings by providing helpful descriptions, showcasing features and advantages of the property. Next point is number nine. ChatGPT can aid in improving customer service by providing quick and accurate responses to clients' inquiries and concerns. Next one, and you have to help me with uh, where it's going there. The next point is number 10. ChatGPT can help agents with the paperwork and document management. Oh, transaction coordination. It can help organize, store, and track relevant documents and transactions in real time. Okay,
0: so transaction coordinators, um, you've met your maker. I mean, that's in essence what's going on. Absolutely. And so what's going to happen, again, this is, a, this is the exact application of uh, AI that we were all hoping for so that it could be done more efficiently. Buying more efficiently within the you know, the realm of more efficient is also a hell of a lot less money.
1: Yes, you're going to have, you're going to save time. You're going to save money. It's going to be more efficient. Your clients are going to be taken after uh, faster. Your lead follow-up will be faster. All of these different applications. And I think you found the rest of
0: Yeah, I did. But I okay. think maybe we've given them yeah, enough. We've I mean- given
1: you a sampling of this. You know, this is early days and I think it's really going to migrate into a super hyper efficiency tool because if you think about the points that we've gone over, we talked a little bit about transaction management, a lot about customer service, about furiously fast lead follow up. But I think what you said a few minutes ago is critical, which is all roads lead back to generating the lead in the first place. Because you're still going to have to be part of that, the lead generation, so that it has something to follow up on, so that it's got some scripts to use, the pre-qualification, the transaction coordination, you know, setting up showings, doing a maybe a virtual listing an AI uh, avatar listing presentation, you know, and, and to your point also, the more it can sample you, the more authentic it's going to be. Because I can see what could happen is if it doesn't have enough of you to really be you, and then you show up in real life, IRL, as Zoe says. But you
0: won't because you know, your, your AI version of yourself will be it's too droll. Be good. And the consumer won't like it versus somebody else who's more animated because they yeah. had more input. You You're know, still going to have
1: to have your skill on.
0: Right. And so this is what's happening right now. This is what's happening technologically that nobody's talking about. You have the emergence, the unbelievably fast emergence of game-changing opportunities that we've never seen in the real estate industry and probably we've never experienced in our adult lives from a technological perspective. You have the complete displacement of what has been major media. I think everyone will agree that not too many people are paying that much attention, as much as they used to, for example, to um, TV commercials, right? right? For example, mm-hmm. sure. TV commercials were uh, had their asses handed to it by, in essence, Um, you know, social media, Mm -hmm. right? Now, social media is rapidly changing. You're going to see YouTube unquestionably become the most dominant Mm -hmm. platform for social media. So if you can only focus on one thing, if you want to build a social media presence, which all of you should, but make sure you don't think that that's a short-term project, that's long-term, you definitely want to be doing YouTube shorts. YouTube short videos, two minutes or less. You know, you create the short uh, you load it up to TikTok, assuming TikTok stays legal in the United States, mm, then yeah. you tell TikTok to then and uh, you know load it up to Instagram and Instagram then fa- uh, saves it to YouTube or you know some order like that. And then one little two minute piece of content has been syndicated across three or four different platforms. Those little tiny videos of you talking about the local area, are going to be what chat gpt is going to lean into for all the reasons you know for voice reasons for textual reasons for audio reasons for visual reasons those are the things that you need to be working towards where would you prioritize this in your day-to-day real estate practice after you've done your proactively generation but we now are seeing the advent of essentially I'm not going to say all the catch terms like Web 3.0, but we are seeing the ability for agents now to completely reshuffle the deck. If you just got into real estate in the last really 20 years practically and you were trying to use SEO to get your website to have any sort of dominant position on the first page, assuming you had – you're in a larger real estate market, good luck. That those wars have long since been lost, and for the most part, the major uh, portals have won. But not now, now, and the most you know major brokerages. But not now. Now, what you're seeing is you're seeing that you know, like we talked about yesterday, Google is putting preferences on short videos sp- specifically from YouTube. You on your mobile, do a search for you know homes for sale, or not? I wouldn't do homes for sale. Do home values in your town, or something like that. Think like a seller, and you're going to see in most markets google is turning the results is turning out are going to be video based primarily from YouTube short videos and if you were smart enough to build a huge amount of content over time around those keywords that means you're going to start having you know top page placement for your short videos Google and all SEO works this way gives preference to videos that have been up the longest that have the most views and all the rest of it and that also takes time now you enter in chat now you enter in oh my gosh you now have to start you decide you're gonna start creating 10 short videos per day that's insane, right? Nope, because now you got uh, an AI that will do it for you. You have AI that will be able to go out and decide what the ten points are going to be. You need to create. So tell the open source to uh, write an outline for a two-minute video on home direct on uh, the home values in you know let's say New Albany, Ohio, from one million to one point five million. Whatever, whatever words you put in, and it's going to create five points. Now you're going to tell it, create a you know, an audio around explaining each of those points in the voice, you know, in my voice. And it's going to create it. And And then it does it instantly. You don't have to wait
1: around for it to process. Right.
0: It's going to be you talking about that. Well, now you have a short podcast. Okay, now you want to make that short podcast into a video. Well, it's going to now be able to create a short video. All you're going to do is have to come up. Remember, you're the conductor. You're going to have to come up with the overarching ideas and these the soft all these people that are making these uh, you know the uh, the these apps as they like to call them right on top of the open source uh, AI chat software that's been created. You're going to see a an emergence of people that in. You know, Agents in all industries that you've never heard of before but have under there were early adapters in using this technology and were able to exploit it at a high level quickly because the way you win in the social media business ultimately is a huge amount of content. The way you win going forward and when you have everything being enhanced by artificial intelligence is guess what a huge amount of content. The way you discipline yourself around it is the way we coach you to do it in premier coaching. So, this is something that's very exciting because it opens the door for all of you to take your business to the next level. Or, frankly, if you're new in real estate, for you to create something that is very defensible, very defensible for decades. And that's exciting as hell to me.
1: I know. It's really cool stuff.
0: Imagine if you and I were to get yeah. back in business. You and I are you know, in our early 20s again, mm-hmm. and it's now. Right. Can you imagine? Oh,
1: uh, it's insane. So much more exciting.
0: Oh well, yeah. Well, I'll tell you the other thing that all of you guys should seriously be doing. If you're not moving towards joining eXp Royalty, if you're not around in an environment where people are having open conversations like this on a regular basis and the brokerage isn't embracing the opportunities and technology like we are at eXp Royalty, then you need to really question how serious you are about your future in real estate. One of the best decisions that Julie and I made was our alignment in eXp royalty. And about, what, Not see, five days from now, we're going to be uh, in the New York Stock Exchange, and we're going to be ringing the bell for eXpi. It's a great honor. Glenn Sanford invited Julie and I to attend. We're really looking forward to it. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to do a fair amount of press about that, as you can imagine. But, guys, eXp is the future for the future of real estate. And if you're not part of that future, then you must not be serious about real estate. There's no other way to say it. We would love the opportunity to earn the right to be your eXp Realty sponsor. And if you're ready to move forward and move up to eXp Realty, text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. And let's have a conversation about you joining Julie and I at eXp Realty. If you're just getting started and you want to learn more about eXp, that's great too. Just text the letters EXP to 47372 and we'll text you back a link to our website, which is called uh, Libertas. It's our, our EXP Realty Group. And you can learn about, frankly, the reason why thousands of agents are joining Julie and I every single year at EXP Realty. So just text the letter EXP to 47372. Remember when texting, message and data rates may apply. If this podcast didn't give you reasons to be excited and to be motivated, if it didn't give you reasons to believe, to understand. That because of this market, we have. Oh, you know what we should have talked about? What you and I were predicting when COVID hit—that uh-huh. there would be mm. a renaissance.
1: Well, this is evidence of that. This is it? the
0: renaissance. That Julie and I—you yeah. guys have been listening to us for a long time. Uh, Julie and I did research, and we discovered that during all the greatest, uh, really, um, you know, plagues and whatnot. Yeah. Following the plague and whatnot, there was always a renaissance.
1: Yeah, I mean that—that's something you could feel it back then when we were all in lockdown. And We were looking at all these things, and you know, it'll be very interesting historically to look back at the brain power that was concentrated because nobody was going to the office building. You know? Julie, look
0: at look at the emergence yeah. of all these great podcasts that we listen to that started because people Many were bored of them, because of being locked in.
1: I think something like the top ten worldwide were born during COVID.
0: All in was started during COVID yeah. because the guys were didn't, and now it's the number one business podcast in the That's world. Right, our podcast went to the next level. Mm-hmm. I mean, this podcast is probably getting close to. 500,000 downloads per month now. I mean, you know, it is amazing. It's because people, people are finding us and other, you know, voices on new media like Mm -hmm. podcasting because our voices and what we're saying are for the most part I think more realistic about what people are actually experiencing mm-hmm. the media and all these other people around the world are wanting everyone to believe that tomorrow is going to be worse than today. And again, we've talked about that all the time on the show. Why is it that people say it? Why is it that people are attracted to it? Cause they wouldn't say it if people weren't attracted to it. Um, and we've more or less given up trying to figure out the, uh, the deeply rooted sort of screwed up psychology of that. It's
1: just a lazy enabler.
0: Yeah, exactly. So we are We are in alignment with all the other people that are part of new media, including all of you because you're listening to this podcast mm-hmm. right now, who are going to be part of this renaissance, be part of this emergence of all these amazing, amazing things like AI. Don't be scared of it. Don't be intimidated. AI is never going to open up a lockbox. AI is never going to basically you know, show a house. AI is not going to help people – and, you know, you're not going to have a robot, though this would be badass, mm-hmm. right? Send a robot to go on a listing presentation for you. That would be very cool. Now, that would be very cool. Yes. Okay. Now, if that if anyone knows about that, let us know. <laughs> exactly. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. Um, and thank you for keeping this number one list to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. Have a fantastic day. Hello. Thank you for having watched this video. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel.
1: That's right. And don't forget to hit that like button. Leave your comments and questions below and we will get right back with you.
0: Thank you for watching this video. Remember to watch the next one. You're going to love that one.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.